One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to Help I Sexted My Boss Does I'm a Celebrity Get Me Out of Here. Normally, this is the podcast where Jordan and I help you navigate the challenges of modern life. And we'll get back to that once Jordan has left the castle. This is the official home until then for those who wish to get behind Jordan and support him during his time away on primetime television. Now, we've done so well so far. I know I've said that for the last couple of nights, but we really have done very, very well. Your country still needs you, and Divas. Please, everyone who can vote for him five times on the free I'm a Celebrity app, do so. Vote for Jordan. You can vote in a variety of other different ways. Additionally, uh, if you like, please don't delay. Let him stay. I'm William Hansen, usually an etiquette coach. I'm more afternoon tea. Jordan's more picky tea. Very, very surprised we haven't written that one before. <laughs> Not going to lie. Um, in last night's Castle Coin Challenge, AJ and Jessica had to stand holding a bucket as molasses and horse slop were thrown at them. Arguably a preferable experience than having to co-present with producer Ben, who's with us now. Hi, guys. In the script it says PB, because you can't be bothered to even write my name anymore, which is nice. Um, and also, yesterday you mentioned that don't delay, let him stay should be a t-shirt but you're you're already wearing a branded t-shirt i spy looks very nice on you don't, don't often get to see you in a branded t-shirt you don't often get to see me in a t-shirt but no, no. Uh, it's a special moment it arrived actually in the post at seven seven o'clock uh last evening very odd time for the post to arrive um it's my burnley happy place happy place turf moor t-shirt i've gone for the navy uh there's a gray version as well uh mikey has ordered that uh, that one hasn't arrived. Oh, okay. Has yours arrived? No. I think they prioritised the orders. Yeah, exactly. So why have they done you? Obviously, they, they saw my name and went... I have ordered in this this sort of three-week span Bev Callard's autobiography, Where the Is That? I've ordered that T-shirt for charity, obviously, so I, I'm not going to moan about that, but it will come at some point. Um, and all I've got to, to show for it is that... Comedian actor, whatever he's called, his book turned up Kenneth from someone. Williams. Yeah, that one. So, how are you getting on with it? Haven't started it. I'm waiting for Bev. We should also thank everyone uh, who's been so generous on social media, not just supporting Jordan, obviously, uh, or saying nice things about our podcast, but uh, the popular music and podcast streaming app Spotify uh, have done their. I'm going to sound as if I know what I'm talking about here. 2020 wrapped yes and that's where they'll give each spotify user some statistics about how many um you know things you listen to who your most (laughs) played artiste was that sort of thing um mine was mary poppins uh i was gonna it was mary poppins i looked that was the first song that it played 
and apparently I've played uh, BTS Dynamite quite a few times, which was a surprise to me. Good pop song. Very good pop song. Excellent pop song. Like it. Um, and my most listened to podcast was... Help I Sex With My Boss, oh. which is interesting because I don't use Spotify to listen to it. I use another platform. Wow. So obviously, apparently I listened to seven episodes in a day, apparently, one time this year. Can't remember when. Okay. Maybe the phone, maybe I left my phone on play. I think mine said that I listened to episodes of Help I Sex With My Boss 18 times in a day, but I think that's because I like listen back to like best bits. I'm like searching for best bits. I, I don't know if I've actually sat through 18 episodes in a day, but I know I haven't. I went out for a, a walk with, uh, with my neighbour, whose birthday it was yesterday, and she was going through her um, Spotify wrapped and her most listened to podcast was not ours. And that... What? This is... Yeah. And that and that neighbour gets quite a few mentions. Happy birthday, Leanne. Oh, well, you've said a name. She wonders why I don't. Now I know why. I'm not even going to tell you the name of the other podcast that, that topped us. Oh, I don't want to know. No other podcast exists for me. Precisely. Anyway, today on our podcast, I'm talking to Made in Chelsea's Sam Thompson... Another in a long line of our friends' famous supporters. I'll be asking Sam if he too wants to get behind Jordan. Nothing to do with the competition, just a deeper, darker fantasy of mine. I'm probably his biggest fan. Oh, wow, okay. Every mannerism he does, to me, is just so... He's the cutest bloke, mate. Okay, let's raise our glasses for potentially one of the final few times as I'm a Celebrity enters its, its last couple of days. Let's raise our glasses to... Elephants. Elephants. And uh, for those that weren't watching Elephants, uh, weren't watching Elephants, weren't watching the programme yesterday, it's gone to my head, uh, we'll tell you why we're talking about that uh, in a minute. You used to say no clinking, but you've stopped saying no clinking in this podcast. And two days ago, Jordan clinked his glass in the pub. So, like to hear that again. Yes. Well, too late now. And don't clink with anything that you might win in any of our competitions. Here's producer Ben with some fascinating information as to how you can win. The hashtag Get Behind Jordan competition. There's only a couple more opportunities for you to get behind Jordan. Now, obviously, we want you to vote, use your time to vote for Jordan, but also you can use your time to enter our competition on Instagram. So all you have to do is comment, tag in a friend, and then you'll be entered into the competition. And the prize is two bottles of pre-mixed gin and debonet, and two bo- two cocktails of your choice from the bottle bartender.co.uk. Um, and I've said it before, I haven't said it for a while. Those pre-mixed cocktails are delicious. So definitely worth checking out if you if you don't fancy chances in the competition. Um, it feels like they've been in my life f- for a lifetime. But I think we only launched those pre-mixed gin and debonets in November. So um, yes, delicious. Very good. Um, not not related to Jordan, but related to the programme. Uh, did you notice that Deck... I, actually, Deck is quite a snappy dresser. I'd never really noticed this. I know. Um, his waistcoat is correctly buttoned. Well... It, it, was a, it was a jacket, actually. actually a jackety, waistcoaty thing. Three-button jacket. So many men do up the top two buttons and leave the bottom one undone. Deck, well done. Leading the way. Knows that it is just the middle button on a three-button jacket. And uh, I, I just thought that I should call that out because I think you should uh, lift people up uh, where possible. Well, I'm glad you did because I have, I can confidently say that I've never looked at Dex's chest in that detail. So I'm glad that you're here to do that for us. There we go. Um, Jordan was worried about Bev. When when we found him in, in last night's episode, he was particularly, <laughs> uh, not when we found him, he wasn't in a bush. I don't yeah. mean, I don't mean <laughs> like that. Where's Jordan? <laughs> uh, <laughs> 
when when the cameras found him, uh, he was very worried about how Bev's getting on. And then, you know, they, they've obviously, a few nights ago, they were in the Castle Inn, they were having their, their pub celebration, and Jordan was worried about being hungover. In fact, he insisted he probably wasn't hungover, uh, and then it cut to the diary room with him saying he was hungover, which was, was a beautiful piece of editing. Uh, and obviously he needs aspirin, which apparently is his hangover cure. I have never had a hangover, yeah. so I can't really... I don't... I, I was going to bring this up with you. No, 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 no. Half of me really wants to have a hangover. I can give you a hangover if you want a hangover. I, no. Let's let's go. Let's let's go get some sub- substantial meals and let's go tomorrow <laughs> night after the final. Sadly, I've got other I've got other things to do. Um, like a picky tea. If he hasn't drunk for a while, of course he's going to be he'd be slightly hungover, which is perhaps why he he chose to use elephants as his sort of marker to split his seconds. Uh, when they were all went off to do a game of hide-and-seek. Jordan initiated this game of hide-and-seek. Uh, Shane suggested that actually Jordan was the seeker, not the hider. And uh, the rest of them, I think a couple of them, AJ and Jess were off um, doing the Castle Coin Challenge. Uh, the rest of them went to hide, and they all hid together. And Jordan stood in the corner uh, saying, one elephant, two three elef- elephants, three elephants, four elephants, etc. And counted to 120 which is quite a high number. Didn't know he could count that far. No, but maybe maybe that is the the number you have to go to when you're in a castle, because obviously it's not a two up, two down in Surbiton. You're having to sort of give people a bit longer to get away from you, and so you need to increase the, the number. Christopher Biggins did say the castle was too big, so maybe the fact that Jordan counted 120 elephants is proof that Christopher Biggins, in an exclusive comment, help us ask my boss, thinks the castle is too big. Here you go. Mm. Yes. Um, and actually, it reminded me, this, this hide-and-seek sort of vignette that, that we had. Um, I don't Stop know using the word vignette. No one uses that word. Well, I use it. I've thought every time you've used it, I'm like, no one uses that word. I don't know what it means. Stop using it. Just say that little bit or that moment. I'm not going to, ta- I'm not going to take literary criticism from someone who doesn't put his loose seat down. Right. Well, th- those two things have no connection whatsoever. I once got full marks on my English A-level exam, so I know what I'm talking about. Anyway... There was a, a time when we went over to our friend Hattie's wedding in France, I think last year. I, I'm completely lost track of time. I think it was last year. And and Jordan came with us. And it was the time when he insisted that uh, he'd eaten some dodgy food, even though we'd all eaten the same thing. And he, he had quite a few hangovers on that particular trip. But Jordan went off to the loo on one particular occasion. And we were all playing board games because it was chucking it down outside. And we decided to hide from Jordan. Right. There were there were a group of us. So we ran off and hid and he came, and we could hear him going, Where are, it was very similar to what we saw last night. Where are you? No, no, it's not funny. <laughs> Where are you? And all of this. <laughs> and then then it sort of went deathly quiet and we sort of we were all looking at each other going, Where's he gone? I mean it wasn't a, a particularly big jeet that we were in. Um can I use the word jeet? Is that alright? I have no idea what that means. And uh Anyway, in the, in the end, we sort of, one of our friends popped his head sort of round to slightly look at him and burst out laughing. And Jordan was sitting at the uh, table absolutely stark naked. What? I've got a photo, so I'm sure you can probably circulate that. It's not like Jordan can object. I'm not going to circulate that picture. I can't. Anyway, they all they all found each other. It was great fun. AJ and Jess won tri- the, the sort of the kiosk Kledwin treat they chose were for Jordan, Geo and AJ to finally have their treats from home. And 
Yeah, I, I'm sure you felt the same. I felt a bit thick when we then saw what Jordan's treat from home was, because actually, yes, why did we not predict that? It was some Kinder Buena. Kinder Buena. We have to say it like Jordan would say. What? So I would say Bueno, as as it should be pronounced. I'm pretty, I'm pretty certain of that. But Jordan, to this day, will say Kinder Buena, as if it rhymes. Kinder, Kinder Buena. Kinder Buena? It seems like they only gave him a couple of pieces of Kinder Buena. Two sticks normally, and I reckon they've... What they've cruelly done, from the looks of it, by my eye, was they've basically cut off half of one, so you get two sticks, they've done one and a half. How cruel is that? That is a bit cruel. But it was a lovely message. Lovely message that Wendy and Graham wrote. Really nice. And, you know, it did make Jordan cry Mm. ever so slightly. Uh, And I'm going to say it, I welled up, I cried too. Yes, well, Wendy and Graham were also on... Lorraine yesterday and I, I, I message you at this time they spoke about Jordan and how humble and lovely he is and and I cried on the train yesterday I was on the train and I was just crying and I could see someone clock that I was crying and oh darling normally when I cry on the train I really care about it but that time I was like I don't care about crying on the train this time cry on the train all the time then there was a, there was a little bit of um, uh, ar- not argy-bargy I don't even know not even tension but there was a bit of a contretemps uh, to, to use another everyday word that between AJ and Jordan about who was going to go off with Mo and do last night's trial. Now, with hindsight, I actually think the right decision happened in terms of who did the trial, because I felt it was a bit of a dull trial. But uh, rock, paper, scissors were were suggested as a a method in order to decide. It's fairly fair. Uh, AJ got a little bit, uh, well, that's not how I normally do it, as if he decided... No, he said, no, no. He didn't say, that's not how I normally do it, which would be maybe a bit more okay. He said, that's not how I roll. As if as if anyone's ever used that phrase to describe if they do. You can't decide if you roll with a, with rock, paper, or scissors. Like, it is just a contract we all sign from birth that if someone offers rock, paper, scissors to work out a decision, then you do it. You can't say, that's not how I roll, and then just confirm that you're doing the trial. You can you can see it riled me up. You oh. say contretemps. I say, AJ was being a beep. Gosh. To be honest with you. Annoyed me. Uh, yes. Uh, and then there was some discussion about royal butlers and, and if you become a sir or a lord, you, you get a royal butler. And Jordan actually very quickly picked up on the in, uh, on the sort of the in-joke and the, the pulling your leg. Jordan, again, is normally the one who, who the joke is being made at the expense of. But actually, Jordan was, was quite quick there. I was quite impressed that he, uh, he sort of, you know, he underplayed his role. He sort of just went along with it. He didn't... Uh, it was beautiful comedy. I, I think that was excellent. Subtle. Very subtle. And then, he, and then he brought out his producer Ben accent again. I bloody can't believe that! He said. Said producer Ben on I'm a Celebrity. Uh, and then Jordan, very helpfully, because it was a big question on my on my lips, um, clarified that he's never had crabs. Good to know. Very good to know. Lovely. And then double elimination again, another nail-biting double elimination. I thought it was going to be a single elimination last night as well. So at the start when they announced double, it was like, ah! As Ben would say, squeaky bottom time. I, yeah, squeaky bum time. But I think I think we're on a roll. And I think Jordan has been on absolute top form for the last couple of episodes where um, maybe there was a slight lull. We, we saw Jordan a bit less in a couple of episodes maybe, but, um, but he's been absolutely fantastic again. And yeah, I mean... It was nervous, obviously, and unfortunately, Anton Deck confirmed they don't listen to the podcast because Jordan wasn't first. I disagree. I think they do still listen, but they thought we can't, we can't let them know 
so we'll do it as a double bluff. Yeah, just keep doing it, Anton Derk, or if you fancy just changing it up, just change it up. Just either way, whatever, if you, if you just do whatever that you want to do, obviously, just keep doing what you're doing. Um, but yeah, I think now, yeah, is the moment that we can just in, enjoy it. Obviously, we'll be nervous, but he's into the semi-final with some big hitters. It's good. Which is amazing. He's through to the semis. Um, now, we did. we have been swapping out Jordan's joke of the week's for uh, another joke if you leave us five star reviews on itunes you can pop your your joke there if you imagine jordan has said it uh ben who does today's effort come from uh it comes from hmg 500 i think i went to school with them hmg that that sounds like my news organization as a child (laughs) it does maybe that's what it's based off uh no i like this joke um that means it's terrible an old lady in the bank asked me if I could help check her balance. So I pushed her over. <laughs> uh, Nothing funnier than a wobbly granny. <laughs> we'll be back after this. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. This is an introduction to the podcast that gets a flavour for your neighbour. Peering over the fence when things have got tense. With the most outrageous tales of your next door fails. The time has come for you to listen to... Score Next Door. My name's Rich Williams. And I'm Emma Jones. Score Next Door is our brand new podcast. And we think you're going to love it. Hopefully a bit more than you love your neighbours. There's a new episode every Wednesday, so search for us wherever you listen to your podcast to find out what all the fuss is about. And if you do love your neighbours, you might as well listen to the people that hate theirs. Yeah, why not? (laughs) Welcome back, Gian Divas, and I'm... Very excited. Oh, I can't wait. Dripping with excitement and enthusiasm for my picky tea. Which, as I have said, I have reluctantly agreed, if Jordan's in the final, that's when I'll have it. Well, actually, mm-hmm. you know, we, we were just saying it's, we're quite proud of Jordan. He's got to the semi-final. Like, that's a big step. Like, he's he's up there with some big names, some strong personalities, the, the people that have, have been at the sort of the forefront of, of all of our attention this year's I'm a celebrity okay 
So I think whatever happens in tonight's episode, obviously we're all hashtag getting behind Jordan. That's not the hashtag. We're all get behind Jordan. But whatever happens, I think you should do a piggy tea. I am super proud that he has got this far. Obviously, I would like him to be in the final. But I'm quite happy, regardless of what happens, because he has done so well and because he has raised inadvertently a lot of money for charity, I will have the picky tea on Friday night, regardless of Jordan's position in the competition. But obviously, that doesn't mean stop voting for him. G and Divas, please continue to... In fact, maybe pop in an extra vote because I have been so kind. I have given, now I want you to give. Yes. Yes. I love it. Okay, great. I'm so excited. Well, we need to go shopping for the Picky Tea later on. We've got the location sorted. We've got the list sorted. We know we've got a bit more of an idea of what we need to get for your freezer. Let's do that later on. And then tomorrow we will... Well, we will, because I won't be in your house, but you will put it in your oven and you'll have a picky tea. Deal. Sorted. Tidy. Bosh. Today, we welcome Maiden Charles's Sam Thompson. Hello, Sam. Hello, sir. How do you think that Jordan is getting on in the castle to date? I don't know why I called you sir either. No, no, (laughs) I I kind of liked it. Um, I think he's the mate. Dude, he's my favourite guy. He's my favourite person in there, actually, out of everyone. So I think he's doing great, but I mean, I, I, you know, so I didn't, if I'm honest with you, and this is, this is very much a testament to me just being like stupid. I didn't even know who he was before we went in. Mm, I'm not mm. joking. I didn't have a clue. And I, and, and I think that actually served me almost better because when you don't, when you don't have a bearing on anyone, right. Then like you, 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 you really just get, I feel like you get the whole shebang straight away you don't have any preconceived notions and uh, i just really liked him from the get-go mate i mean he he from the first thing where he was like throwing up and then but like he does he doesn't do it in like a beavery way or anything like that either he just that he just he just genuinely nervous and you can tell that like this has been such a cool like he's enjoyed the experience and this is so different for him yeah so you, you you've said it there you didn't know who he was but what made you fall in love with him when you saw him? Do you particularly like people throwing up? Do you like abseiling? What What did it for you? Uh, for me, mate, it is it's it's the realness. I mean, look, I do reality TV a lot, so for me, I I, I can see, I think anyway, that I can see people who aren't one hundred percent legit in stuff they do. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, a lot of people go, especially a show like The Jungle, man. Like a lot of people go on. And they're like, they have a game plan and like they, you know, their publicist or manager is like, right, you've got to be a friend to everyone. And you've just got to be like, you know, the standard beige smile all the time. Like, and it's just, that bores me. And, and, I, and I like the realness. I like the way that when he's scared, he, he shows he's scared. And, and, you know, he like, he does certain things like falling off the bench, for example, <laughs> like, but mate, that for me, it's like, I love that. That's, that's just, that's organic. And I, and I don't, you can't fake organicness, mate. That's even a word. No, no, you, you can't. Um, so, okay, we, we've mentioned bench, we've mentioned throwing up. Has there been any other Jordan highlights for you? Yeah, and it's a weird one because it's not oh, even right. a Jordan thing. But for me, it's actually, I just love the fact, you know that when Shane was like telling him that random story? It's just his face. And he's too polite <laughs> to say anything. 
he's kind of like, what? And, but like, I, I love his mannerisms. I'm probably his biggest fan now. Like every- Oh, wow, okay. Every mannerism he does, to me, is just so cute. Like, like he's like, he's getting the logs. He's like, dude, like, I don't want to be a dick, but like, what the hell is he talking about? <laughs> And it's just everything he does, the confusion in his face. And you can tell that he's trying to understand because he's trying to make friends. Like, he's trying to be friendly. He's like, oh, yeah, what? No, huh? <laughs> it's just, it's just, he's the cutest bloke, mate. I think he's he's got a very we we all know this, but his his face in particular in in the in the castle has been, has been very expressive, as you say, and you can sort of his his face shows what his brain is thinking, uh, and and he's sort of not able to massively hide his uh, his true feelings. You you see them in, in his mannerisms. Hey, what's your what's your favourite uh, Jordan? Uh, what's the word Jordan sort of thing? What do you love most about him? You've known him for ages. Yeah, uh, what do I love about him? I love the fact that he um, can't pronounce any particular words. We have seen that actually. We have seen that on in the in the castle with uh, Shitaki or Shitaki, however he said it. Uh, Shit, take mushrooms. Um, so we we have we have seen that. Uh, what else do I love about Jordan? I, d- I I do love the fact that he is what you see is what you get, and and he's he's I don't do very well with blokey men, but he he's sort of both a bloke but also not a bloke, and I think he's sort of a a very twenty twenty incarnation of what a what a traditional man should be in terms of actually yeah if he's sad, he can say he's sad. It's it's not an issue, uh, and and I think that's that's lovely, and it's nice watching the nation sort of notice that. I think he's going to win it. Well. I would like. I would love him to win it. I mean, it's going to go to his head, and he will be insufferable. But <laughs> I would like him to win it. But uh, I'd like him. I mean, we'll we'll put him back in his box if he does. Have you ever embarrassed yourself in Maiden Chelsea? Yes, mate. I've done that so many times. I mean, every 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 day is an embarrassment. Right? <laughs> How to watch yourself is an embarrassment in, in itself. Um, well, I've actually stopped watching myself just because it's just there's just no point. But uh, yeah, I mean, tons, mate. I, I've, I've the worst one actually probably wasn't made in Chelsea. It's probably, I did a show called um, which you definitely wouldn't have heard of because I doubt that you watch these kind of shows. But mm-hmm. it's called Celebs Go Dating, and basically you you get advice from uh, expert daters, if you will. Yeah, and uh, they send you out on dates. And you've got to sort of like, and it gets filmed, and then you come back to them, right? And, you know, yeah, break, break, break down your your game, um, of which I have very little. And uh, basically, they were telling me what my scores were, and and I, and I farted, but I did it so quietly that I was pretty sure no one could hear it because I had a mic on. It picked oh, no. it up, and they just heard it as well, and it was just the most embarrassing thing that has ever happened to me. And I, you know, when you go red and there's like, you're like, I don't know what you're talking about, but then your red just shows it off. So that was probably the most embarrassing thing that's happened. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So off the back of that, what advice do you have for Jordan when he comes out of the castle and realises that he's embarrassed himself? How should he cope going forward? So he, he's not completely embarrassed when he's out and about in public. Well, I would say actually it makes you more endearing because when I farted, I was like, oh, that's me career over. <laughs> and actually, fair. People thought, oh, that's so like that's that's funny and it's not offensive. So and nothing that Jordan's ever done has been offensive. That's the thing. Like he's just that he he's he's sort of bumbling his way to first place. That and that and that's why I think he's gonna get there. So I don't really think he's embarrassed himself as much as he's uh he's 
cemented himself into the hearts of the nation. And that's a lovely way of putting it. Ch- changing tack a little bit here, um, I, and I'm going out on a limb here. Please do. Have you ever had a picky tea? Do you even know what one is? No. No, good. You say, I thought not. I don't either. Look, let, let me let me loop you in. So picky tea, apparently, it's what you and I, I think, would call a buffet. But in the North, and Jordan is, is has made picky teas hugely popular via his, uh, his radio show and this podcast, it's basically when you raid your freezer because you've got all sorts of frozen food, which obviously you and I probably wouldn't have in the house, uh, in the freezer, and you sort of cook it all, pop it on the table, and it's all beige. There's not a vegetable in sight. You eat it, and it clogs up your arteries for at least the following fortnight. What's it? I want to know what it is. Well, it's a picky tea, and you just pick out the tea. I mean, it's a buffet. Oh, tea, because they say tea as if that's yes. like dinner, isn't it? Exactly. Whereas tea for us is a scone and a cup of tea. Well, that's this. Well, yes. Now, well, I, what lovely china is that, Roald Dalton? <laughs> it's a pret. Oh, it's a pret. Oh, that's fancy. <laughs> it's a pret. I'll tell you, do you know what? I actually love a scone. A scone is the most delicious thing. I haven't eaten one in quite a long time, but... That with a little bit of jam and that cream. Oh, my God. Are you jam or cream on first? Uh, cream. Cream yeah. on first, then okay. jam on top. Devon, sure. What are you? Uh, well, I, I'm, a, I'm a it's a scone, just do what you like. But generally, I will do cream on first. But it only matters if you're in Devon or Cornwall, where in Cornwall it's cream on last, in Devon it's cream on first. So uh, other than that. How do you know that? Where's my job? Uh, no, I'm not. I'm not. A, I'm not a scone chef, but uh, I'm an etiquette coach. So that's that's my. Um... That's an amazing job. Like, how do you even like? How do you get into that? Oh gosh. Well, completely by accident. My grandmother gave me a book of etiquette when I was twelve, and that's what sort of spiked my interest. And then when I was sixteen, my school said, came up to me and said, "Oh, we need someone to just teach the younger years how to set a table. Could you could you just do that next Tuesday?" So I was like, okay, fine. So I started to do that. And then I did it for the year above and, or the next year. And then got some press, went off to university and then got hired by a finishing school. And 11, no, 13 years later, here we are. So it, that's sort of how it happened. So cool. What, okay, what would be your five base tips for good etiquette? You know, your, your, your go-tos. Good handshake. Uh, and I'm sure you know that handshakes were all about um, making sure that in the ancient Rome, uh, ancient Rome and ancient Greece was showing that two men weren't carrying a weapon. Uh, that was the the point of the handshake. Is that why they used to go for arms like that? Yes, because the um, the, the weapon used to be it was a dagger kept up on a small band up your left wrist. Wow. So you would do that, and then in the medieval period, it switched to the rapiers, the carried on a scabbard on the left hip, and so the sword carrying hand became the right hand, and the pump motion was to see if anything then fell out of the right wrist. So that was sort of the the, the logic of the handshake. That is so cool. I didn't know that. There we go. And you see, ladies didn't shake hands because they weren't carrying weapons. So there was no need for a lady to shake hands. And they curtsied because they were, well, there was something going on in the. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, they just had an ant in their knickers. They they felt the need to curtsy. Okay, so one is the handshake. Yeah, one is the handshake. Speak clearly. You don't have to sort of speak with, with a with a posh accent or anything. You can have a, an accent like Jordan, for example. But actually, Jordan generally his diction is quite good. You can understand what he is saying. It's when it's so thick and and muffled, uh, and it's a it's a discourse, discourtesy to others when they can't understand you. Uh, what else would I say? Uh, good posture is quite good. Always be appropriately dressed. You don't have to sort of again. That doesn't have to be a, a lounge suit. It can be you know whatever depends on the venue. Uh, oh, and write always write a thank you letter. 
Oh, mate. So thank you letters are my go-to. Good. And they are so, they're so um, scarce like nowadays that when people get them, it goes so much further. I think they are the best invention ever. Excellent, Sam. I knew I liked you. Yes, they are marvellous. Good. And I'm glad it's nice to see someone also of a similar age advocating thank you letters because it's normally older people. But do you know what, though? You, what, what you won't like is my handwriting is barbaric. It's absolutely terrible. Well, it's, you know, it's better than nothing. I'm sure it's no, no, it, It's like a five-year-old. Like, it's, it's, <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you would hate it. You would actually throw the letter away. Oh, right. Okay. Well, I'll... I'll uh... Well, I can't wait to see it at some point. I'm going to send you one for this podcast. Yes, thank you. Thank you very much. I'll send you one too. Mine's not brilliant either. Um, Okay, what do you think Jordan needs to do to win I'm a Celebrity? It's so boring. I think he needs to keep doing what he's doing, man. I think he needs to just keep keep enjoying the experience. I think that is the number one key to winning a show like that. Just take everything in and enjoy every second of it don't get bogged down in like in who's peeing on the seat <laughs> <laughs> oh what a grim and then that's that's a strand that's run for nights and nights and nights it's disgusting <laughs> um finally sam please can we have a good luck message for jordan pretending he can hear you jordan you don't know who i am <laughs> but i am quite literally your biggest fan that almost rhymed <laughs> but uh, but I, I absolutely love watching you in the jungle, mate. I really, really hope you win it. Uh, you, you've stolen my heart, sir, and I believe you've stolen the nations as well. Um, just keep being you and, and just enjoy the experience, man. It's been a pleasure watching you and I really, really hope you win. Sam, you're marvellous. Thank you, Letter in the Post. Thank you for joining us. Thank you so much, mate. It's been so fun. Now, look, Gene Divas, please continue to show your support for Jordan, like uh, like Sam and me and Ben. Uh, he's come this far. Let's get him even further so if you are able to remember the ITV app it is free you get five free votes per day you can also vote by calling there are two separate numbers one for a mobile one for a landline if you still have a landline I do I think they're very executive I'm probably the only person that's using that landline number to vote for Jordan Uh, so whatever however you wish to vote please do that Ben and I we are back for another instalment of a daily get behind Jordan update tomorrow goodbye from me. Bye guys. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.